0: And welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. I'm your host, Donna Bazan, and what matters today is that it's October, and this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So joining me today is my friend, Jackie Laquette. Jackie, say hello to the people.
1: Hi, everybody. Nice to be here.
0: Yes. Every time I have an opportunity to um, Come before all of you and, and give some kind of awareness. I just take it as a great opportunity, whether it be talking about life insurance or self-care or mental, you know, health. I just take the opportunity and any chance I can get it. And so, when Jackie said that she would come on here with me today, just to, you know, be here to just talk about breast cancer awareness, I was just so grateful. You know, last year. I was on here with my cousin, Brad, and it was just really to talk about the importance of getting the mammogram and doing the self checks and um, looking at your family history. We mentioned the BRCA test, but um, this year, I think it's especially important to have um, Jackie on here to help me advocate, you know, to help be an advocate uh, to, talk about the importance. So Jackie, if you would please express to the people why it's so important to do those self-examinations and follow up with those mammograms.
1: Uh, so thank you. Thank you for having me, Donna. And I am more than happy to talk about this. I cannot find the words to express how important it is to um, for early detection. Right. So that is what uh, the self examinations, the preventative health care, those are all, those will all contribute to them detecting if you have cancer, if you have anything early. And the earlier they're able to detect it, the better you, the better off you'll be. Right. So you'll be able to, people are beating cancer every day, and early detection is one of the reasons. So I cannot express how important it is to do that.
0: Okay, so early detection, because I, I think also, I think fear is a part of why some people probably don't
1: go. So I, I can kind of understand that, but I also think sometimes, you know, life gets in the way, right? So for me, I, um, I'm pretty good about preventative healthcare, right? Mm -hmm. um but i will tell you that i was running so much a couple of years ago oh i thought i lost you i was running so much a few years ago and was not able to, I felt like, you know, I was helter skelter. Um, I was trying to do things for my parents, do things for my nieces, do things for my nephews. And I went to the doctor and she said to me, have you gotten your mammogram? And I said, don't worry, I get it done at the end of the year. um, And and I'm really diligent about it. I've always done it. Don't worry about it. And she said, no, 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 just go now. You're here. Just go, let me write the script. And I said, no, don't worry. And so, Thank of for pushy doctors. So she said, no, no, I'm going to write the script, go and get it done. She said, and then you'll be done with it. And I can't, I shudder to think what would have happened if I had waited. So for briefly a little bit about me, I was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer and they call it stage one in June of 2019. And I usually get it done at the end of the year, around about November. My GYN normally will write the script for me to go and get it done. And I see her toward the end of the year. But I was getting my physical done earlier in the year. And my internist just said, just go. And I was diagnosed probably the next month with a uh, stage one breast cancer. So early prevention, well, I cannot stress to you how key that is. Definitely. And by the time, so I will also share that my surgeon kept saying to me, in Black and Asian women, breast cancer spreads quickly. She says, so if you don't mind, I'd like to move quickly. And for me, that works, right? I said, I, I wanna move as quickly as possible. So it was stage one, by the time I got on the operating Table. it was stage two because stage one is ductal cancer. So all of the cells were contained in the largest duct of the breast. By the time I got on the operating table, some had seeped out. Wow. So this is how quickly it can spread. So I I, I cannot stress enough how important it is to do your self checks, to do your preventative healthcare. It will save your life.
0: And that's why the surgeon wanted you to move quickly.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Wow, I'm sorry, I'm just stunned. I'm like, gosh, I didn't know it was that fast.
1: Yes, it was very quick. Mm -hmm. Well, I was, I I wanted to move quickly. I I had a really good team of doctors too. Um, So they ask you, how quickly do you want, some people take a minute to process, we will move at your pace and so I am, true, true, the true New Yorker, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> right? Let's go quickly. And then of course, when I met with the surgeon, she said, just want you to know, you know, these are the facts and I want to move quickly. And I said, uh, let's go, let's run, let's move. I, I don't want to sit here any longer than I have to.
0: Okay. Well, was your family history ever a concern before you were diagnosed? Like, was there any family history of breast cancer that you knew yeah. of?
1: Yes, there was. Uh, My grandmother, so my maternal grandmother, uh, had breast cancer and uh, she lived, I I would say from when they first diagnosed her, she probably lived about 10 years before it became metastatic and it spread. Um, And then I would say almost a year to date, my mother was diagnosed with um, ductal cancer in like, April of 2018, and my diagnosis was June of 2019. Now, my mom, it was totally contained in her duct, so she needed, she had the operation, she had a mastectomy, and that was it. She didn't need anything else. So it was definitely always a concern. I actually started getting mammograms earlier than normal, right, so I probably started about 32, uh, because when you have a history, they start you earlier, uh, whereas I think you wait until about 40 or so, you know, once you become a little older to have them done regularly.
0: Yeah. I shared that on the, um, podcast that I did last year that I started okay. early as well because okay. of my family history, it was on both sides, both grandmothers. So, and, 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 and I said, basically, you don't have to convince me to get a mammogram every year. Right. That's not something. You have to say, Donna. You know, you really should go get no, no, no. I have a standing appointment, like you know, because it, when it comes to your health, that that's not something you you have to
1: convince me to take care of. I'm going to go get that. You know, I agree. I agree. But I think sometimes because I felt like I had so much going on, I was like, yeah. I-, I could put it off to my normal time. Don't worry, I, I will always get it done. But. I'm just glad that she kind of pushed me. She said, listen, you've got a lot going on, just get it done now and then you'll be done with it. And uh, so I, and I'm happy that I am one of those people. I will listen to my doctor, right? So that's the other thing. You gotta listen, Yeah. gotta be a good listener. You gotta be able to, you know, stop and and think. If I'm not healthy, I can't help anybody else. Right.
0: And speaking of that, you know, helping somebody else, you, you have to have a good circle around you when you're going through something like that. And, you know, I, I happen to know a couple of your, your friends, not all, but um, when you're talking about your circle, you know, for the people on this journey, you know, for those who must take it, um, what would you say to, the people who are going to be in their circle, like their support system. Um, because, you know, you, you never know when you might have to be that support system. So, if you were going to give some advice or speak to the supporters or that team or that circle, what, what would you say to them?
1: So, that's a really good question because I think sometimes. Um, people aren't really sure what to do, right? They're not sure how to treat you because it is devastating to hear that you have a diagnosis of cancer. Um, So what I would say is be open to really, if if you say, call me, then when they call you, be open to doing what they need. So I think um, you took me to one of my appointments. Remember, I called you. I needed to go and have an x-ray and they said you have to bring someone with you. So I called you to take me to go to my x-ray and you were able to do that. I called on a few people that were able to kind of step in prior to my surgery, after my surgery, during therapy. Um, So I think you need to just be available to them and encourage them on their journey because I will tell you that um, having positive people around you it really does affect your outcome. So if you're able to, you know, be encouraged by positive people, it helps you to stay encouraged and it helps you to approach it with a, you know, I'm gonna conquer all attitude. Yeah. And that is really, um, what you need when you your circle of people and i unfortunately in my circle and fortunately for me um a lot of my friends have had relatives who had some form of cancer but breast cancer in particular Mm. so they were giving me advice but those who had not they said i'm telling you like i mean i have friends and one of my nieces researching water they were like, this is the water that you need to drink because this is what it has, this is what you need, you know, this particular kinds of water. So I switched my water, like, I mean, down to that. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's good, you know, when you have that support system because what you, what I believe you don't need is people looking at you like you are sick. Yes. You know, and yes. talking to you like you are sick.
1: Yes. You know what I'm
0: saying? Like you, you know, your state, you know, like, the you know, you know, your mm-hmm. you know what your body is going through. You don't mm-hmm. need any negativity around you. You, you know. don't need any, you know, you know what I mean? You need an energy around you that is nothing but positive.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: So, you know, and I, I'm, I'm just so glad that you had that.
1: Too. I am too. I cannot imagine it. Even, even my team of doctors. I mean, they were all, um very open i could call with questions at any time and my doctors would actually call me back right and if they couldn't then a nurse practitioner would call me back so it that's an important team you know um and they uh, everywhere i went even when i had to go to chemotherapy that team of nurses and doctors and practitioners they were very positive and very supportive so i mean it is it was everybody around me i really felt like i was carried through this journey. Um, and it is a long journey. Well, it can be a long journey. I'll say that. It's different for all of us.
0: So would you say that, the you know, if you do have to go through something like this, that your, your team of doctors is extremely important to, like being comfortable with anybody that you have to deal with medically, like even if you have to switch doctors to be comfortable, that that's yeah. important too?
1: Absolutely. Um, I, uh, I'm from New York, right? So I switched my doctors from, you know, New York to New Jersey. I think I have one doctor in New York. And I remember thinking after the diagnosis um, that, well, I'm gonna see, you know, what the doctors have to say. But if I feel uncomfortable at all, I'm hightailing it to New York. I'm going to the hospital, no. But I don't think I could have gotten better care. I just
0: okay. I don't. Well, gosh, I'm so glad that you agreed to do this chat with me today, because I just think it's I just think that the message is better received when it's coming from someone who's in the shoes. You know what I mean? So I, I'm just so grateful that you, you joined me today. Now, uh, thank you so much for being with us today. So if you want to follow us, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to the rest of the podcast episodes, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other streaming platforms, as well as our website. That's at CousinChat.com, C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com. And we always like to leave you with something to think about. And so the takeaway for today, I would just say is just... Please, please, please get yourself checked. Do your self-examinations. Follow up with those mammograms. Consider your family history. And um, if you are being a support to someone, just really be a positive support. And, you know, if you say you're going to be there, just really try. Do the best that you can. You know, I, I believe that everyone knows things come up. But if you, if you can, just really do the best that you can. Um, Jackie, do you have anything to add to the takeaway? Um, I, I second that.
1: I think that make sure that whatever you're doing, you have to be well in doing it. So don't let life get in the way of your preventative care. And if you are in a support group for people, make sure that you are positive. And if you can help in whatever way you say you can, then please do it.
0: Well, that sounds good to me. So until we come back to our next Cousin Chat, I'm Dorna.
1: I'm Jackie. And
0: that's it. Be blessed, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye.